0: including a v- few virtual PD sessions for your school. I'll be joined by my wonderful co-host, Kim, and special guest, Jenna Labe. You
1: can register at com slash challenge for a fantastic learning experience. That's mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Now on to
0: the show. Hey, fellow mathematicians, you're listening to the podcast where math is figureoutable. I'm Pam Harris. And I'm Kim Montague. And you found a place where Mathematizing is not about memorizing and mimicking, waiting to be told or shown what to do, but Mathematizing is about making sense of problems, noticing patterns, and reasoning using mathematical relationships. Y'all, we can mentor mathematicians as we co-create meaning together. Not only are algorithms not particularly helpful in teaching mathematics, but rotely repeating steps actually keep students from being the mathematicians they can be. Y'all, this is our 104th episode. Woo! Yeah. Uh-huh. Two years of the Math is Forgettable podcast. <laughs> we are so excited. What a fantastic journey.
1: Oh, Pam. Pam, I cannot believe that you have <laughs> roped
0: me into this for two years
1: already. It's gone by so fast.
0: It has yeah. in some ways so fast, in some ways uh, not as fast with the whole pandemic and everything. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Kim, I just want to thank you for being the um, the push behind this. I knew there was <laughs> no way that I could do a podcast uh, on my own because it wouldn't have happened because, yeah, I'll just tell uh, our listeners, um, pretty much this, this happens because Kim says, Pam, sit down, open your calendar. We are scheduling a time to plan <laughs> the next podcast. We are scheduling a time to record the next podcast. And because she does that, we actually do. <laughs> And then, then uh, the podcast is here. So thank you, Kim, for joining me You're in welcome. this wonderful journey. Absolutely. Um, I think we're having fun. All right. Let's talk yeah, everybody great. about today's episode. Okay.
1: So in this episode, we thought that we would actually reflect on things that we've talked about and also our professional growth over the years. So here's a chance for us to kind of look back and see where we're headed to.
0: And be a little vulnerable about yes. some things that we've learned. Um Yeah. To be clear, teaching is a profession where you're never done, and uh, teaching teachers is teaching, and yeah. that we recognize that there are things that we learn, there are things we uh, we improve, that we tweak, and uh, we thought we would be a little a little clear about that today. We'll just sort yeah. of talk about some things that we've done early on that w- that we don't do anymore, and that we do better now. So. One of those things has everything to do with some of the language that we use now, the way that we talk about math. You'll notice uh, that in the intro, we talk about mathematizing. Sometimes we'll talk about real math. So, one of the things that we learned really early on when I very first started on my journey into numeracy, I was teaching high school math, my kids were growing up, and I started working with my kids' teachers. And, uh, just really doing things in my, my own personal kids' classrooms. And then the school got wind of it. And I started doing some professional learning with the school and then the district got wind and I started doing professional development with the district. And and, uh, we had about what, I think 11 elementaries at the time. And Mm -hmm. so I was doing a lot of professional learning with a lot of teachers. And, uh, I started hearing teachers say things like Pam math Mm or, oh, you know, like I'm, I'm doing Pam math or I'm not doing that Pam math. (laughs) um <laughs> or or we were at that point in time the best resource that we had found what was really sort of guiding a lot of what we were doing was investigations and data number in space which is a fantastic resource and especially at the time i think it was the best thing that was out there and uh I was, we started hearing teachers say oh investigations math yeah we we what, what we do investigations math here and for a while it bothered me um and i wasn't quite sure why i was trying to figure out what was sort of tweaking me about that. And I began to realize, <laughs> I, this sounds kind of, uh, I don't know, too much hubris or something, but that I wasn't going to be there forever and that I wanted this movement to continue, that I wanted sure. the, the idea of teaching real math and, and actually teaching um, the m- mathematizing, the, the that we could mentor students to be mathematicians. That I wanted that idea to continue on past me, uh, that Mm -hmm. that if I wasn't going to be there doing professional learning, I needed to have, (laughs) I wanted to have an informed citizenry enough that the teachers really understood what was going on enough that when, uh, for whatever reason, I wasn't there anymore, that it would continue. That You know, I had four kids. They were in the district. They were still growing up. I wanted, and not just for them, but, you know, for my community and for the, frankly, for the world at large, I don't want it to be, it can't be. About a person, it has to be about real math and mathematizing, and that we can mentor teachers and students to be mathematicians. Yeah. Um, and and I learned that a little late in the game at the district, but I started to tell teachers and be much more clear about how this is not Pam math. It's uh, math is figure outable. It's not about Pam Harris math yeah the the name of the website the the u r l all the things is math is figure outable It's about yeah. math and real math and mentoring mathematicians It's not about me it's not about you uh, it's about all of us changing the way um that we view math uh, to be the the real view um yeah and and to second that there was uh just recently um one of our journey leader members so we have journey leaders where uh we support the leaders of mathematics and mathematics teaching. And one of our journey leaders uh, came to me and said uh, kind of an interesting, similar message where she had gone back to her region. So she was a, le- a leader over a region and had gone back to the people that she worked with in the region, other other leaders, and was really excited about what she was learning and and called it Pam math or mm-hmm. talked about Pam Harris and and f- had somebody say to her, look, we don't care about that Pam Harris person. We We, yeah. we, we, we care about math. And she... Was talking to me, and she said, "I realized it can't be about you." <laughs> it was just—it was kind of a funny conversation because I was agreeing with her, and she's like, "Oh, no, like no offense or anything." I was like, "No, no, no, none taken. Correct. Like it, it can't be about a person or people. It has to be about real math, with the 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 nature of mathematics and what it means to know and do and own mathematics." Um, yeah. and so that's something that uh, I learned early on. Hopefully we've been clear enough about it in the podcast. If we haven't been, we'll be we'll continue to be <laughs> as clear as we possibly can. Um yeah. The, the, that's so good. It's good that you. you recognize
1: um that that's kind of what people were thinking in their heads. And you know, you could kind of divorce yourself from like, wait, whoa, whoa. That's not that's not what the message that I'm trying to to
0: share. One more word I want to throw in there is um development. The, mm-hmm. the idea that we are developing uh, students and um, we're developing, our, our brains are developing and we're helping develop. It's not about unzipping heads and pouring in math, yeah. but th- another big idea um, that I want to just make sure is part of this movement, the Math is Forgettable movement, is uh, that, that it's about development. Yeah, that's good.
1: Um, well, actually, I'm glad that you said that because can I tell you about something that I can reflect on now and and-, and- have learned so much over the years about <laughs> so i um i think we've shared that i uh was a 3rd 4th 5th grade teacher and then spent some time outside of the classroom doing some coaching on an individual campus and i uh, like you know when you look back and you're like wow that was really not a great move and not <laughs> um you, you can you can see it like later you own in it. hindsight you can own Yeah. It. can totally uh, own it so um one of the things that I can reflect on now is that the time that I spent coaching early on was just not great. I like, I was so excited when I was in, you know, when we met and when we were introduced, I was introduced to kind of ex- experience teaching real math, you know, I, like uh, you, you've mentioned before that like kind of messed with numbers a lot, but I I certainly in my early years didn't know how to teach this way. Um, I didn't know how to teach real math. It was kind of like, you know, I was attempting to teach where I had always been how I had been taught. And when I had the opportunity to talk with other teachers about it, I was really excited and I wanted to share everything. And like, I wanted to, you know, they, they knew that I was kind of, you know, mathy or whatever. And, and I did an awful lot of information dump on people. And I was very clear in my mind at the time that if I just explained a lot and if I just like help you write lesson plans and told you all the things to say and do that you were going to equally own what I owned. And I look at that now and I think, <laughs> wow, that was really probably arrogant and also just so misinformed about what coaching really is. You know, I, I attempted to do model lessons and with no Conversation and I just would swoop in and like, here, make 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 this magic happen, and it was just so misinformed.
0: about- You taught really good model lessons, and well, the teachers and the teachers in the back may have been like grading or or yeah, even I just, walk yes. out of the room yes, or yes. Uh, or or kind of watch it happen and be like, huh, all right, that's what you do. I'll go yeah. back to what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so what interesting. I, go, I'll keep going.
1: No, I was just gonna say what I didn't do was ask questions. Right, I didn't ask. The areas that they
0: wanted to grow in, I it was just, it was just so misinformed. Well, so you've told me so many times, know your content, know your kids. Yeah. So in a huge way, you knew your content, Mm -hmm. but because you weren't asking questions and asking them about how they wanted to grow and learn, you kind of didn't know your kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you didn't know the people that you were teaching. Yeah. You just knew the thing, and you're like, I'm just going to come and dump this on you. Mm -hmm. And so while you were really clear about teaching kids. That teaching kids teaching real math, that you're not going to unzip their heads and dump yeah. stuff in, pour stuff in. Oh, but I yet, sure did that. <laughs> but boy, teaching teachers, I think both yes. of us have had experiences where we had to like think really hard about the fact. Oh, it's teaching. Yeah. And if 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 what we believe about teaching is that it's about experience and helping create mental connections based on what you already know, and and then giving you more experience and and putting you in. Positions where, uh, where we're intentionally causing disequilibrium and we're, we're giving you a chance to like, like make sense of things and grapple with ideas. And so your brain literally gets more and more sophisticated as in its reasoning. Cause you have more and more connections. That's what learning is mm-hmm. that it has to be that way with adults as well. Right. That, that absolutely. as we teach teaching, we, we, we teach teaching the same way that we believe. about Yeah, teaching absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We both share that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. A lot of telling in our early years, yeah. um, Hopefully, and honestly, that's one of the reasons why you and I both balked about doing a podcast because, yeah, it's so like, how do you how do you not just tell in a podcast? So y'all give us some feedback at some point, times where you're like, mm, Pam, I think you guys were just telling right there, and and then we'll try to undo it, you know, and we'll try to give you some better experiences. Hopefully, we've done um, a little bit of that here, a little bit. So, what do you do now, Kim? I know um, we've worked with some. Schools yeah. lately where we've done some coaching. What are some ways that you coach now that's different than you did? Well, it absolutely will start with
1: visiting with teachers, right? Like I'm gonna have a conversation and and experience their world. So I'm I'm in their classes and I'm in like spending time with their students and spending time with them. And there's a lot more of a co-plan, co-teach um kind of cycle situation. And and really it's about taking teachers from where they are to where they want to go. And I, because I know the mathematical terrain and the kind of teaching terrain, like I can help guide that, but mm-hmm. but it's not a situation where I'm dragging them along like it would have been, you know, early on or just dumping knowledge that they're not prepared to pick up.
0: Yeah, nice. And speaking of asking people questions and sort of understanding where they are, one of the things that we've just been talking about a lot is the idea of talking, uh, how do I say this, of creating shared vocabulary where we're actually mm-hmm. clear what each other means. Yeah. Uh, for example, we just did an episode 101. We did a whole a whole episode about the word strategy because yeah. you and I became clear the more that we were talking with people that when I would say something about strategy, that there was a high probability that teachers were thinking about one of at least four definitions of strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, check out episode 101 if you want to hear kind of what those four different ways of talking about strategy Mm -hmm. are. But we need to define terms and not just in some, here's a vocabulary word, let me give you a definition, but we need to have common experiences so that we actually have common definitions for terms. So that as we're discussing things, like, for example, modeling, uh, in episode 58, we talked all about the word model and modeling. Um, I've had several conversations with uh, a lot of really good mathematics teacher educators about modeling. And I now realize that where I thought I was communicating... I wonder big time if we were talking past each other, because we mm-hmm. don't have, there's so many different ways to talk about models and modeling. And so again, that's why we put out episodes that like episode 58, where we, let's define terms, let's give us experiences with those, uh, with, with the vocabulary that we're using, the way we're describing things, so that then as we work together, we're actually working together with some common understandings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said
1: experiences because I, um, another thing that I feel like I've really learned over the years is that we can't assume teacher knowledge. And I don't think that that means that I'm going to assume that teachers don't have any teacher, you know, knowledge about (laughs) mathematics, but, but we have different experiences. We, we have different upbringings and we have different levels of experience. And for some of our teachers, math is just one subject out of many that they're trying to tackle. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, maybe some people have more mathematical expertise than others. And so, you know, I can't assume that just because something is in their standard that they know it as deeply as the next person. And so, it again, it requires a conversation. It requires getting to know teachers and like helping them unpack like maybe some of their previous worries about mathematics and helping them to understand that they can mathematize and they can, um, teach real math.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Can I
1: also share, you, you mentioned earlier about, um, helping us get the podcast going. I I just want to (laughs) mention that one of the things that you've helped me the most with over the years is kind of getting stuff out of my head.
0: And what mm-hmm. I mean by
1: that is that you know I I kind of always thought about numbers and relationships and patterns, but I absolutely early on had no way of representing that thinking. And and we may have mentioned this before, but once I saw ratio tables and Bam. had an opportunity to see um, different models that we love, um, I, I was able to represent kind of some sloppy thinking that was like rolling around in my brain. And so mm-hmm. I thank you for that because you brought models to me that. I had never seen before and it was like this awakening for what was happening inside that now I could put
0: down on paper and that's been a huge growth for me and it's not just the fact that you could put it on paper it sharpens like you said uh, a second ago sloppy thinking as you um, are able to sh- to to represent it and then we can have conversations about it and then do more with it that just yep. sharpens all that thinking makes all the connections uh, stronger and deeper mm-hmm. and more connections and more relationships um yeah t- and that's been a lot of fun. I think you and I work well together because, uh, what, one of the things we do is, you know, like, how, how are you thinking about that? And then I'll try to represent it and you'll try to represent it. And then Mm -hmm. I'll try to represent my thinking. And we're both really willing to kind of go with each other. And, um, here's how we don't handle it. Uh, so here's another thing I think, I I don't know that, how do I say this? Another thing I think I've learned is that, uh, like you said, teachers have different levels of expertise in different things is to not respond with a, oh. Okay. Oh yeah. It'd right. be horrible. So, so I get, like there's so many times where I'm talking to teachers and, and they'll say something to do something and I'll go, oh, well, that's interesting. I'm not sure I've thought about it that way. And they'll look at me like, wait, aren't you supposed to like know everything? Yeah. And, and uh, no. <laughs> right. right. Let's just, can we free everybody up from the idea that, that if, if we teach math we know all math and we have, we own all yeah. connections all the time everywhere, and so this idea of being able to respond with like, oh, that's interesting, instead of, oh, shame on you that you didn't know that. Right. Um. I I wonder if that might help uh, us all feel a little bit more willing to be vulnerable in kind of the connections that we do own and some that we own a little more tenuously that we would like to strengthen. And that would yeah. be an okay thing. Because we don't believe that it's about unzipping heads and pouring information in. We believe that it's more about putting purposeful patterns in front of students. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I'm just sharpening lately is that I'm thinking about how to talk to people, how to help people understand um, why problem strings and the rich tasks that we like are so impactful and different than maybe what I see happening in so many classrooms. And I think that, they're, that I'm beginning to develop a way of talking about this idea of putting patterns in a purposeful way in front of students, um, and then following that with a very purposeful um, set of patterns. And and uh, we talked about rich tasks in a few episodes ago where we talked about being replete with patterns. So taking situations that have just a ton of patterns, but putting them in front of students in very purposeful ways, so in bite-offable chunks, and then and then asking questions that invite students to grapple with those patterns and then use those relationships to solve a, f- a further problem. And then as they solve that further problem, it sharpens the connections between that pattern and-, and then they can use that relationship. And then we start to generalize the relationship. And I wonder if, uh, I don't know, I don't know how people hear what I just said, but I wonder if that helps describe just a little bit of how... The this math is forgettable. Movement is trying to um, engage teachers in a way of teaching that is different than unzipping heads, pouring Mm -hmm. information in, and asking kids to mimic what we just poured in. So that's a that's a that's a. I'm on the edge of that. I'm on on, that's my cutting edge right now. Is where I'm trying to figure out ways of helping in a quick way. What I've what I've usually done, Kim is what we've tried to do on this podcast is give teachers experience. And so I'll do a a workshop or a presentation where I was like, all right, you don't care who I am or or what I do, as long as I do it well, here we go. And then we'll dive right in and we'll do some math. And Mm -hmm. by the end of that experience, teachers are like, huh, well, that's different. Yeah. Huh. And I'm just trying to put some words then to the experience that they just had as try to encapsulate How is that different maybe than the way that we were taught? Yeah, that's great
1: um so in this anniversary edition um i'm gonna ask you just like what are some things that you're excited about what's currently going on for you that you are
0: excited about we told oh about, we're gonna yeah. talk about our
1: past but what's in the future
0: all right so uh by pick um i'm thrilled with how our journey um group and our journey leader group is doing uh we are just having such an engaged community and all the wonderful things that we've been able to do um i, I don't know if you can appreciate um when often when I am um, uh, do a workshop with teachers, um, uh, something live, you know, I meet them for the first time. It's, it's mm-hmm. the first interaction mm-hmm. that we've had. Um, and so I do the thing, you know, it's like, uh, here, here's the, the bang, here's the presentation I've done several times. Um, I, I've got all the jokes times and everything, but then uh, maybe, maybe I'll, uh, for example, I'm doing some work with some teachers in Utah right now. And so I'll go back two or three times. And on the fourth time that I'm there, like we really get to start to dive a little deeper and we get to do a little bit more. But let's be honest, usually with teachers, it's about as far as we go, you know, I just and I get it. That's just the nature of of the beast is that you don't get this longer, prolonged um, chance to interact with people. So one of the reasons why I'm so grateful for the work that uh, I did in the state of Texas Over the past um, 15 years, because we had some experiences where I was able to work with teachers for years and leaders across the state for years. And so we really built up some wonderful relationships and we could go deeper. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to talk about here with Journey. So in Journey, we're able to go deeper. We're able to do things because we're together for longer periods of time. We have more experience and we can build on kind of those initial experiences to deeper. So that's one thing that I'm just thrilled that we're being able to go deeper and deeper and uh, do more and more um, topics um, and more and more connections within those topics and more and more K-12 vertical work. And just, uh, yeah, I am really excited about that. yeah it's good And speaking of vertical work, um, just as uh, a smaller thing, but we've just created a downloadable graphic of the development of mathematical reasoning. A lot of leaders were asking us to be able to print it out so they could use it in in training with their teachers or, or put it up in their office so that, te- you know, people could see it. And so if you'd like to download that graphic, it's totally available. Uh, you can get it at mathisfigureoutable.com slash DMR graphic, like developing mathematical reasoning graphic. Um, so uh, com slash DMR graphic is just a downloadable printable version of that development, development of mathematical reasoning graphic. I, I will say small caveat we don't necessarily intend for you to hang this up in your classroom right i i, I might entertain if you have a really good I, it's not really intended for students it's really intended for teachers so yeah just small caveat there and then I, maybe I'll just mention one other thing that I'm thrilled about uh, we have online asynchronous workshops that we've been putting out uh, so far we've got building addition for young learners for K2 and building powerful multiplication for grades three and up and building powerful division for grades three and up and uh, building powerful proportional reasoning for middle grades, but we haven't yet had a workshop for high school. And I'm Mm -hmm. so thrilled that we are creating and almost ready to put out building powerful linear functions. And I think it may be my best work. Um, I'm I'm just so excited to, uh, I think, I think the work at, at the high school level is tricky and interesting and detailed in a way that it is it, just different than other. Anyway, I'm just, I'm very excited uh, to be able to put that out. I'm, I'm knee deep in creating that right now. And um, <laughs> it's kind of all I'm thinking about right now. Um, yep. It's very, very excited about building powerful linear functions. So fantastic. yep Yeah. So we learned a little bit, and hopefully we can share, uh, hopefully us sharing today uh, with some things that we've learned over time gives everybody um, a little bit more permission, and uh, not that you need it from us, but a little bit more of like, it's okay that we're all learning, we're all growing, when we know better, we can do better, and Kim, I'm so grateful that you have been on this journey with me, especially this last two years, uh, the second year anniversary of our podcast, thanks.
1: Unbelievable,
0: right? Woo! Yeah! So, y'all, if you want to learn more math and mathematics for teaching, then join the Math is Figureoutable movement. Thank you for tuning in, teaching more and more real math, and spreading the word that math is outable. Thank you for listening and making math more outable. To learn even more, make sure
1: you register for our free challenge at com slash challenge. You are not going to want to miss the evenings of May 15th through 17th, starting at 7 p.m.
0: Central. Math teaching, math teaching, go register now. That's maththisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Join us to make math more and more figureoutable. And if you can't join live, register and we'll send you access to the recordings. We'll see you there.